This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, I wasn't ready for that to start the day. Welcome on in, BeckQL Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Friday, football Friday. I think the best football weekend of the year. We got a lot to do today. We'll dive into every game, props, sides, totals, touchdowns, all that uh, for all four divisional round games. Joe Galant's going to join us from the Action Network, uh, what I'm sure a lot of touchdown prop ideas for us for divisional round weekend in the NFL. We start, though, with a little hoops yesterday because we did have the Paris play, Joe, and we hit it under, barely, but we got under 237, the Paris play. Obviously, the broadcasters there were were into it as uh, the Bulls take care of business against the Pistons in Paris yesterday. Yeah, that was Stacey King being uh, Stacey King doing his uh, stand-up and his performance uh, throughout every Bulls game. What One reason to actually tune in. So I'll set the scene. It was 2 o'clock Chicago time. Thursdays are my long day. I'm, I, I'm doing a bunch of radio hits. I'm recording stuff for the score. All, all, uh, a lot of different stuff. So I'm in the office all day. Had a bet on the game. Paul Aspen shared his super sharp angle, which was a lock, which uh, brought us to hit it the total by two points. About two points. Um, good, good angle there. Sweaty. Crumpets, the whole thing. A little sweaty, a little sweaty. I so I'm sitting here and above this camera, there I've got a TV. It's, it's on for background most of the time. Did it have one second of the Bulls game? No, it did not. <laughs> but I was like, oh yeah, I got that bet. Let me check that a couple of times on the phone. So that's uh. If we were wondering aloud why it's mid-afternoon, why it's Bulls-Pistons, why nobody is talking about it. Well, I'm in here, here in Chicago, and my job is to talk about Chicago sports, and the Bears are long gone. And the, the only the big talking point is Kevin Warren, the new president, uh, first one in decades that they've had. People excited about that. Did I even turn on the Bulls game a second? No, I did not, and I bet it. That, that feels right, Aaron. That feels right. Yeah, it's fair. Like you bet on it, you don't watch it. Yeah, feels right. I mean, to be fair, for the majority of the Warrior Celtics, I had it on mute and the box score up on my laptop and was like looking up. And I was like, wow, this Warriors team kind of looks like a championship team. And then in the fourth quarter, I turned the volume up and they did not look good. And then it went into overtime and they ultimately lost the game. But the whole narrative about Draymond wanting to get revenge against those fans, I think they that was in his head because the rebounds hit before halftime and then he hit a three, which I was like, whoa, because it was kind of looking sweaty to go over the points. Uh, but he hit a three in the fourth quarter with like four minutes left and uh, the over on that hit too. So it was a good night. Well, well, you, hit, you got the rebound prop. You were on that, Aaron. That was a good one. So the Warriors cover that, but the Celtics win again. I mean, the Warriors just they don't win on the road. I mean, Joe, you said it yesterday when I brought up they won two of their last three on the road, 
and you were like, well, they beat the Spurs. Like, they don't win on the road. <laughs> and look at the West. Even if they get better from here, they're not going to have home court. I mean, they're not, they're not coming close to catching the, the, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets. Like, if this team's going back to the finals, they're going to have to win on the road. That's that's the reality now for them. And I'm not sure if they're going to. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm happy. I didn't even bet the game. I'm happy the Warriors lost in the end because I was starting to see it percolate yesterday before the game. And had they won that game, you know what the NBA world is talking about? The NBA world is talking about how last year at this point, this is what the Boston Celtics were. Warriors go out, they beat the Celtics last night, and look at their struggles so far. This is when they turn, they flip that switch. Like, that's all it would have been, just one big dumb narrative. Oh, it happened last year. It's going to happen again this year. I do think if the Warriors are healthy, though, they are a team that is capable of flipping a switch, and maybe they'll just wait until the playoffs to do it. And we almost saw it last night against the Celtics, who are arguably the best team in the NBA. They should have won that game, and then they just unraveled in the fourth quarter in overtime. So I don't know. I I still think that the Warriors could make some noise come playoff time if they're all healthy. Well, they could. Just the idea that we had a team that was around 500 for a few months, and and this team went off, and they made their their big run to the NBA Finals. Like, okay, now it's going to happen all the time. Now we have to look for the next team to do that. (laughs) That is just the ultimate outlier. And you, well, you think the NBA, the the regular season is usually predictive. I mean, maybe maybe we're getting to a point where it won't be, but the regular season usually is. It matters in the NBA because it kind of sets it up. The one thing quickly, and we'll move to some college and get to the NFL stuff. The West is weird. I, I don't think there's any chance that the Warriors catch mm-hmm. Denver or Memphis at the top. But you know the gap between the 11 seed and the 3 seed right now is just four and a half games? Like, the Warriors yeah. could play better and be a 3 seed when this is done. Like, that's certainly still possible if they play better basketball. We'll see as this season moves along. All right, a couple of quick notes on, on some college stuff yesterday because there was some, some just crazy things in our world. So Loyola Marymount. Uh, 10 to 1 on the money line. They stun Gonzaga last night. Aaron, you've been down on Gonzaga, and they lose to Loyola Marymount, who I feel like I haven't, we haven't, I haven't said that name in years. I know. I was just like, wow, wow. I mean, they don't have Chet Holmgren. The last couple years, they've been the number one seed, and then. You know, they are, They lost to Arkansas, who was like a four seed in the Sweet 16. And it's just like, I think I said it last week, I just can't do the Gonzaga thing anymore. My heart has been broken. Don't. I would be lying if I said I watched that game last night. I'm not up late watching every Gonzaga game. I'm kind of off of them. But I think it's just been like, this is a team I'd like to see do well. Um, but it's just, they break my heart every year. And I just don't know if they have the talent in losing. I mean, maybe it's just fatigue. I don't know. I mean... That's terrible. Loyola Marymount, what are we doing? <laughs> I said I haven't said the name yeah. in years. You know their last tournament appearance when they had Hank Gathers and Bo Kimball? Like, it, it's been 30 years since Loyola Marymount was relevant. What a win yeah, for no, them, there's, obviously. There's no excuses for Gonzaga. And they, and they still have Timmy. And they won the turnover battle by eight. They still got their – I mean, in the end, when you lose Loyola Marymount, and that was by a point – when you lose that 75, this whole win streak was going to stop at some point. But just in this yeah. manner, at this time, boy, like we've questioned uh, when we have some of our college hoops experts on about what this Gonzaga team is and some of their struggles early on. And, I mean, last night it was <laughs> – when you lose that game to Loyola Marymount, 10-1 to 1 on the money line, it's, it's pretty damn glaring. So, yeah, 
I mean, it's been a nice run. I don't know. I'm fine with them being bad. I'm good with it. <laughs> Me too. You're not. You're I never gonna win in the end. We don't have to have that dumb. Number one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we don't have to have that dumb conversation. Like, get out of here. All right. They're in a small <laughs> conference. What are they gonna do when they get to the tournament? No, we're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. No. No, we'll remember that. So, so some good Watch stuff. Watch them win it. Hoops. <laughs> the year was down on them. They lose to Loyola and yeah. win it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, 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 I mean, eventually they win one, but it doesn't look great with the loss last night. All right, let's get this NFL stuff. Um, all right, I, I think there's something interesting going on with injuries right now heading into this weekend. It's a great thing for, for everyone who loves the NFL. But first, I think there's a couple of things on the Cowboys we got to talk about. One, that's a, a Paul Aspen special. The kicker went six for six in practice yesterday, okay? Sound the oh. alarms. He's back. He's fine. No worries. Six for six. Money Maher. Post the props. Post the props. He's the only kicker with no props posted. Come on. Because he can't make an extra point. The books don't they know, don't know do. if he's Because they don't know if it's going to be Tristan. I hope he goes 0 for 4 after this great stellar practice he had. Yeah. I heard... I heard somebody flippantly say, oh, you know, on that, that last extra point, you could tell people were rooting for him. No! No! Wasn't everybody rooting for him to keep missing? Am I wrong? Am I just the evil person? No, I, it, was like, it was like, look, watching I a car mean... accident. Like, we were watching it to see how bad it would be. It was like, it was, right. It was. No, it was like, that was that's then. terrible. Now it's time for the comeback. America loves a comeback story. Watch someone no. fall apart. He no, had his comeback in nope. practice. Nope. He had his comeback nope. in practice, Paul. Get ready. I hope he never hits a oh. kick again. Yes. I mean, I'm see, on board that, with that, that too. Jake's with Either America. Way. Yes. Either no, way. we don't like comeback stories with kickers. Get out. I don't want him to ever make a kick again. I hope don't aren't you gonna be if you don't have a bet on this, if you're not betting the Cowboys, you're watching this game. Aren't you aren't you thinking, man, I hope he misses this. This will be an awesome story if he misses another extra yes. point. Yeah, as I, I, tweet, I tweeted yesterday, I think the first shot McCarthy has to line him up from 50 plus. Even in that stadium, which can be a little dicey, but I look, wind's going to be like nine with gusts of 15. I'm already checking this out. You line him up from 50 plus, see if he, and if he makes it, you're good for the game. If he misses it, then you go fourth down and two point the rest of the game. Just fig, rip the band-aid off. See what you got. And maybe that's what he'll do. <laughs> all I know is all of the Cowboys sideline is going to look like they've seen a ghost if he kicks one into the crowd on his first extra point. Because they're going to so, know in a, in a tight game. Like, they're not winning this game by four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, it, like, I mean, that's, it's, that's it's what we want, right? Again. We want an egregious one. We want something so yeah, egregious like where really he just chunks one. it. I just need the, the Niners, camera on Jerry Jones's face when he knows he's screwed because this guy can't kick. It's over. Okay. If you're the Niners, you fly out Cody Parkey, Chuck Knobloch, Rick Ankiel, and you give them field passes. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. yeah, walking this Roman Asylers, but this guy doesn't know the who Chuck psychologist. Is. He's on the phone the every day with that guy. You put the highlights of Van Keel thrown into the throw to the crowd, like uh, you well, know, over in, the in a sense too. If you're a fan, you have to get a Cody Parkey big cut out of his head, right? If you're a fan sitting behind the goalposts, I don't think Parkey's gonna show up. No, but if I know. Fan, I know what you're saying. If you're saying, a fan, yeah. get the cardboard cutout. That'd be hilarious. I was just How thinking of Paul's thing. Like, you think Rick Ann Keel's gonna want to be there just to be a clown? Or what if they Give just put on the board? 
Like, as he comes out for his first extra point on the big board, all his misses from last week, they just play him on a loop. Yes. yes. I love that coming from Joe G because the Eagles have literally done that. They did that to Jay Feely yeah. as he was lining up for a game-winning kick. It's like, look at these three misses last week. Really? Oh, yeah. man. That's... So, okay. But honestly, I mean, we talked about the idea and kind of joked about it earlier in the week. If you're the Cowboys, don't you have to activate Tristan just in case? What, what if he is 100%. terrible? I think you have yeah. to. You, you because if he yourself. misses the first one, if he shanks the first one, and then you're like, well, all right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Like You can't, right? But is that a no. self-fulfilling prophecy? I mean, you activate him. You're telling I know. Maher I know. what's up. That's why it's a tough question. Well, don't we do this in baseball? Like when a pitcher goes out there and he, he's shaky the first batter and then they get someone up, warmed up in the bullpen, like he sees that. Right, maybe that's in his head, but yeah. like you got to have someone ready. If he's, you can't just let him walk three guys and, because you have no and one also, ready. Also, this is professional sports. If you're not mentally tough enough to handle that kind of pressure, then you shouldn't be here anyway. I mean, that's just how it is. It's probably Fair best point. that they're on the road for his sake. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the home fan can't turn on him. Like it's going to be hostile yep. regardless. Oh, they're going to be it cheering will- him. Hopefully the Cowboys don't turn When we talk through this game coming up in, later this morning, I, I, the total, like everything about, like this could change the handicap of the game. Like if he can't kick and they know it early, they got to go for right. two. It's, it just changed everything. All right, other thing on the Cowboys, and there's a lot of bad Cowboys juju going on right now. They got two kickers oh, in, in, in practice. And then our guy, actually no one's guy, Mattress Mac, wager $2 million money line on the Cowboys – one million on him plus one sixty-five. One million on him plus one seventy. So mattress Mac, two different wagers, a million apiece on the Cowboys money line. This is this is putting me in a rough spot here, because yesterday <laughs> I talked myself into liking the Cowboys, and then I saw that. Like, can I just? I can I can mute mattress Mac on Twitter, but all these PR people emailing. I don't. I'm not going to talk about I don't why well, I'm talking about it. I hate him, man. I want to root against him every single time, but I I can't avoid the situation. And now we've got the hype videos. I'm like, the dude's out there in a diaper. Like, get out of here, man. I just don't want anything with it. God, I hate this. I don't know what to do cuz I I do want the Cowboys to win. I want this Brock Purdy thing to go up in flames. Does Mattress Mac bounce back after his TCU L? Well, he, I mean, he I was... won uh, last weekend, right? Did he have Cowboys? What did he, what did he do last week? Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought he did the Cowboys. I thought his last Sabah. big one was the TCU National Championship. I just want him to lose all the money he made on the Astros. Just give it all back. <laughs> just give all the money back. Also, somewhat related, I just realized yesterday, like if the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be in a miserable, miserable place. With the Philly Why? Philly ne- never having a shot, like getting to Game Six. Oh, yeah! Oh, I just thought about that yesterday. I tried to put it out of my mind, and now I have not. Had the results so. been reversed, total different situation. Yeah. Mm. R.I.P. But I think you'll be fine. Say, I, yeah. I think you'll be fine. Your team in the Super Bowl. I will Bowl. say, yeah, real quick. Um, was I going to say? Oh, it makes sense for him, too, from a marketing standpoint. He's watching kicks. They're putting out those videos as he's missing or making the kicks of Maher. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah. 
All right, let's dive into all the games, including Chiefs, Jaguars, X, and a very healthy injury report across the league for this weekend. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We'll talk about it next on the BetQL Network.